Hi everyone, welcome to Go With The Flow, yoga conversations with Ben and Rihanna. I'm Rihanna. And I'm Ben. Welcome to episode 9. We are recording this podcast on March 9, and yesterday is, of course, March 8. (laughs) And March 8 is International Women's Day. Yay! So happy Women's Day to both of of us. us. (laughs) To both of us and to all of you women listeners. Kasama ka doon. Kasama ako. As a woman of honorary experience, (laughs) um, it's also... So the whole month of March is actually... Women's, uh, women's month, month yep. yeah. So this, which also happens to fall on the same month as our birthday. Yes, akala ko, fire prevention month. <laughs> well, Totoo yun. Pwede rin. March is also fire prevention month. So, and uh, if you're here to cause fire, we'll I'm prevent sh- We're ready to fight. <laughs> we're, ready. <laughs> we're gonna cause more. Okay, so that's why this episode is dedicated to all women out there and all women practitioners specifically so our episode this in this podcast is does yoga empower women, women. and i think that this is a topic that can be a little difficult to discuss because yeah out i mean like off the bat it is do you know what i mean yeah it's always when you difficult see it, to automatically when you see something like yoga it is something and the advertisements and the way it's it's sold and marketed it is something that seemingly empowers women yeah so what we're gonna do today is unpack a little bit about what is what the implications of presenting it the way it's presented yes it's always difficult to talk about gender and women's uh, rights and you know women's empowerment especially for someone like me yeah. who's not a woman who's not a biological woman yeah 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 but i do uh what's this i do empathize of course with uh you know the women's movement of course and i love women in that way yeah that's why i can't have them as my girlfriends <laughs> And uh, so, our appreciation of women in yoga goes all the way back to the very first modern female yogi, which is Indra Indra Devi. So, Indra Devi is known as the mother of modern yoga. (laughs) Modern of contemporary (laughs) vinyasa, parang ganon. Mother of. But I think it's pretty interesting that. it's a nice idea to think that it's really yeah. her who brought it into the West yes. and how it seeped in through every other yes. country, through yeah. the Hollywood scene and yeah. people like Marilyn Monroe and Clark Gable, yeah. that sort of stuff. Greta Garbo. Yeah. I've never seen them on TV live, so that, that's like a long time ago. Are you serious? Well, not I live. mean, they're, they're yeah, not yeah, alive yeah. by then, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would know how old uh, this tradition has been going around because of Indra Devi. But, so with a little bit of the yoga, the history of yoga, yeah. it was actually made for teenage boys, Yeah. right? And women weren't allowed back in the day when it started to come around 
through Krishnamacharya. Yeah. Um, women weren't allowed to practice it. Yeah. Until Indra Devi came into the picture. Yeah. And just like any revolutionary woman of her time. Any fiery yes. woman. She insisted to be in the class. So she was not allowed by Krishnamacharya to join. Krishnamacharya, if you don't know him, is the considered as the father of, of modern, modern yoga. yoga. And all vinyasa lineages would trace it back to Krishnamacharya. Even Ashtanga, even Iyengar, Vinyasa, all of these go back to Krishnamacharya. So he would be the like one of he's one of the most influential yeah. names in yoga. And back then uh, he said no many times until uh-huh. Indra Devi found a way through another person of power who is the the Maharaja or the yes. king of Mysore. So she pulled some strings. She pulled some strings. But I think it's nice to see that women came into the picture, into the yoga yeah. sphere mm-hmm. from a place that is very powerful. Yeah. And I think that's empowering that yeah. the reason why I can practice today is because a woman fought for yeah. her, the right yes, her place. Yeah, her place in, in the yoga. yoga. Yes. But even um, even the way that Indra Devi uh presented yoga to the West yeah. is not uh, typical. Uh, yeah, it's not typical. It, it also presented some of the modern day questions or problems that we have about whether um, yoga truly is empowering to all women because uh, the first, so Indra Devi got to uh, Hollywood, Hollywood by yeah. way of um, Shanghai and Tokyo, and then finally Hollywood. So where she actually took the time to spread out the yoga yeah. is through the scene of Hollywood. Yeah. So it was, it was introduced to these people, these celebrities. Like yeah. a lot of celebrities practiced it back in the day, in like the thirties or something, yeah. um, as something that was anti-aging. Yes, as something that would give you a nicer body and fight the effects of getting older. Which is kind of controversial in the day, but it's kind of funny how it hasn't changed very much in terms of the way um, it's being branded. If anything, it may be more esoteric now than then. Right? Which is funny. Yeah. Maybe. I'm not sure. This is where like the first questions about empowerment comes in. Like, does yoga empower women in the way that they see themselves, like in terms of body image or, yeah. or self-image? Because I think back in the day, it was normal mm-hmm. that people talk about women's bodies more. Yeah. Because they were more objectified. 100%. Back then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that, and and then for Indra Devi, I understand that she was coming from a marketing perspective that mm-hmm. you know she needed to sell this new which, concept, which is also so controversial already. Because when you say marketing and yeah. yoga, which inevitably there is some level of marketing that you need yeah. to do. It's not that we're trying anyone is trying to promote like crazy yeah. consumerism but the truth is if you want it out there yeah there has to be some form of like awareness that you need to develop so yeah. i think that was a good entryway for yeah. people yeah. yeah but body image wise 
back then, people, the first images of people that they see in yoga were basically white women in Hollywood. Yeah. And I think to a certain degree that has persisted maybe in the last, maybe still up to the present time. Like when you talk about a yoga yoga student, yeah. you'd probably picture Gwyneth Paltrow. As that image, like <laughs> who claims that she is the industry yes. now? Who claims that she? The reason why there is a yoga in- industry now is because she did yoga, and which is preposterous, of course. But uh, but she's Gwyneth, and she's you crazy. kind of expect expect you kind of expect her to say yeah. stuff like that because she's yeah. a little kooky, right? Yeah. But which is super fine and whatever she did, I'm sure contribute some. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think. Um, so it's like that article we read earlier. When you think of a yoga body, you think a body like Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Which a lot of people don't have. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so most of the images that you see are like before it was mainly white women who are thin. And uh, now you see m- more color, but you still see the same white, the, sin- the same thin silhouette. Yeah. And then so they're trying now yeah. though. So like there used to be this um stigma against uh let's say big magazine stuff like yeah. yoga journal. Yeah. So I remember before uh I listened to this podcast of this girl named Rama Jyoti Vernon. Yeah. Who is the one who pretty much invented yoga journal. Yeah. It was meant to be something for teachers. Yeah. And like like something that was a little bit more advanced. Like an academic of, journey. Yeah, parang ganon. Yeah. And then parang when she started to slowly let go. And then she was part of also what created yeah. the Yoga Alliance. Yeah. So when she slowly started to let go of some of these institutions, mm-hmm. it became, she expressed like a lot of upset about how Yoga Journal became like a literal just a magazine. Yeah, well, not a magazine. That the ma- not that a magazine is just. Yeah. But like it became something that yeah. had a certain imaging. Yeah. It it it's it's now more like a contemporary magazine. Yeah. Where the intention I, I understand is that it was supposed to be like a peer reviewed yes. journal where people submit uh, scholarly and yeah. scientific articles. That's what it was made for. Like the the boring academic shit. <laughs> it was supposed to make yoga serious. But now it became like more of like a you know like the cosmo yeah yeah it's like the cosmo of yoga like yes. um, five poses that'll alleviate yeah menstrual cramps or whatever yeah that sort of stuff mm-hmm. or I mean they also have like pretty decent articles there in yeah. all fairness mm-hmm. but she was expressing in the in the Jay Brown podcast now yeah. She got shocked that it became like a beginner's manual yeah. almost and like an introduction type thing which I don't think is really yeah. bad but she was also mentioning how she felt upset that it became like a marketing thing yeah. that was kind of limited at the start Yeah. but if you look at Yoga Journal now they're really making an effort to put like colored heavier set women yeah. right mm-hmm. on the cover and like I think in terms of body image it's nice to see that they're starting to take shift in 
this typical, you know, like the aloe yoga mm-hmm. body types, right? Yeah. Aloe or what else are there? Lululemon? Yeah, but even them, diba? Yeah. Parang they're trying to start. Which is so weird because, the concept of like, quote-unquote, real women yeah. doing it. What do you mean? Yeah. Or even real men. Yeah. What does that mean? Am My... I, is anyone who has a model-type body not a real woman? And then the real women are often like normal bodies like mine or anyone else that yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Are you not real if your body is really nice? Yeah. I think the there's a question. The question is whether does yoga idealize a certain body type? Yeah. Like this, is this the only yoga body? And how does that make other women feel? Like, is there a lot of... Um, you know, pressure. Pressure to, yeah, be, yeah, to yeah. look a certain way. Like, to, is there a pressure to have to practice Or have to practice in a brought up. Yeah. You know, so that sort of thing. Hmm. I don't know... Because for me, I really do not practice in a brought up. Because yeah. I feel self-conscious and it's gonna... <clears throat> it's gonna bother me all throughout class. Yeah. And I don't know if this is something that comes from that innate... Um... I don't know if there's like this imaging problem I have in my head because I really feel self-conscious about it and yeah. as much as I try to I've tried practicing without a top and like I really think about like my bill bill yeah. and like my armpit fat and my back fat and yeah. like it's something that starts to bug me in my head Yeah. and I'm not sure where that comes from if that is because of imaging that I've seen or um, or just me it might be it might be a general social imaging yeah, that's yeah. more than the yoga. Uh-huh. But is do we think that yoga is breaking the mold more? Or is it uh, is it being an accomplice to, you know, furthering this you know, know cosmo body type? Yeah, like, yeah. Um uh what else what else? FHM bodies. Yeah. You know. So I think is yoga guilty of promoting, you know, promoting this image as well? That makes people insecure yes. or feel like they can't do it. Because yeah. I've gotten like, when I lose weight, I'll do yoga. Yeah. So which makes me question nga about this idea of how empowering are we. When people see yeah. yoga, do they have the impression that there are only certain people who can do it? Yeah. So, or do you have to look a certain way yeah. to be in a and, studio? And whether and even if we say yoga is for every kind of body, yeah. there are still some people out there who feel otherwise. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's the question we're posing here, guys. Yeah. So parang do you do you guys feel also that the imaging that that yoga has, whether that is on social media or I don't know the the promotional stuff whether that's here yeah. in the Philippines or elsewhere or what you see like you know like in in the studios for example yeah yeah is it something that you know perpetuates this body image type that uh, you think is required that you should have in order to be a part of the community yeah what do you think um I think yeah I think when like when you when you look at stuff that sells yoga clothes, for example, yeah, the models that 
have been traditionally used are the you know the thin ones the uh i think it's aspirational it's always aspirational yeah. uh in terms of like but is that a good thing or a bad thing do you know what i mean aspirational isn't always a bad thing also it's eh? also not always a good thing that's true no so uh is it something that we are comfortable with as a community to show that these are the only bodies that we are showing yeah like for in there in terms of the skin tone department for example i am pretty confident that we've gone past this day yeah step. for sure it's only the white skin yeah. or the the mestiza that, yeah, that can sure. be shown so i'm happy with all that the... also isn't such a huge problem here in the philippines then, no it's right? a huge problem for a long time like we're the biggest consumer of whitening products well that's right? true yeah, yeah but yeah. in the yoga community happily yeah, like, yeah. brown is celebrated yeah yeah, really, yeah like i mean we love we, we we love all skin tone yeah and so skin skin color is not an issue yeah but i think body shape is an issue for still for a lot of women um and although i i see a lot of students who really don't give a shit which yeah, is which I is love great it. and i think that's the way to go uh-huh but are we are we putting enough of those images out there that this is okay yeah like you know this is a yoga body because even the term real yeah and depending on the image you mm-hmm. attach to yeah. it so let's say real people and then whether you put someone average yeah. shape heavier set uh-uh. super skinny athletic yeah short tall do you know what i mean yeah. like how do you feel about putting the word real yeah. when it comes to body types and yeah yoga i think the, up, the, the 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 goal of that is to empower yeah because uh, whether we admit it or not, people who are seen as like people who have like a model body kind of have some power in the society. Like they can easily, they will not be a subject to ridicule like people who are fat or you know they have that's or true. obese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's why there is such a thing as you know. Uh, there has to they're, be. They're trying to highlight all of these other bodies by calling it real, but I don't think that real is super captures yeah everything or i don't think that you have to say it's a real thing you can just say it doesn't have to be like one one side will lose over the other yeah you know i think it's also the same way like let's say in in stuff like sports yeah like you know that video of venus williams yeah and then she was awarded i can't remember what awarded her but like she was grateful to be named spokesperson of the year. Yeah. Because sometimes they will say spoke uh, sportswoman yeah. of the year, which is kind of annoying also. Yeah. Or like even the term girl boss. Yeah. Why can't I just be a boss? Yeah. Why mm. do I have to say that I'm a girl? Yeah. Diba? So stuff like that. Mm. Like these are things that you also have to think about, yeah. diba? So in terms of like empowering women. Um, I think it's responsible to mm. show diversity. Yeah. And, you know, I think also in terms of us mm. at Beyond, how do you feel about the way we've been marketing? It's always been aspirational because for the longest time, like in our, in a generation like, uh, for example, the millennials or the early millennials, Gen 
X, for example. Yeah. It's always about what is the best and what is aspirational. Yeah. But we see a big shift towards what's real. Mm-hmm. And, and younger people appreciate more what's real, like what's I in your so face. I think so also, yeah. So it's changing a lot. And, I think so. And as much as we value... Uh, aspirational, aspirational yeah. in terms of beauty, performance, or whatever, our market is also valuing truth and honesty and, and who these women are. Yes, and I think that's part of why I really enjoy pushing our teachers to kind of put themselves out there because yeah. you know they are talented and really yeah. skilled at what they do and they work hard and. Yeah. You know, I think they need to feel that yeah. like a lot more. It's not about. It's not just about. Uh, body a, image. Eh? Yes, yeah, certain look or body image. Yeah. You don't know who you are inspiring by showing what you can do. Yeah, out I agree. there, no. Regardless of your what, gender, then or your gender or how you feel about your own body. Sometimes most of it is conscious self talk, right? Yeah. Like your. As Rue says, your inner saboteur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So if that's the one that's leading all the decision-making that you have about your body self-image issues, then the only person who loses out would be you at yeah. the end of the day. Um, it doesn't mean that the industry, quote-unquote, yeah. or the community is innocent of you know not promoting a certain body image that can harm women it really is though but we have to start admitting that you know there you know there's a problem there's a problem yeah and we're addressing it i think it's nice because we're in the middle of this slow revolution of right yeah so like even on an international scale Mm. you can slowly see that even in all aspects this isn't just yoga also i Mm. think it's nice to see um, yeah. women being shown as not just yeah. um, like Victoria's Secret and yeah. that's it, right? Yeah. I think it's nice that they're slowly showing because like even like Dove commercials, yeah. they're showing even women who are moms, women yeah. with colored hair. Like yeah. I think it's nice now we're, we're like smack in the yeah. middle of this advertising Shift, yeah. Where it used to be a problem. Now yeah. there's this certain image that people feel that they need to look up to. Yeah. Yeah. To a certain extent, that's been successful yeah. because we're able to grow the community, and in fact. 83% of people who do yoga are women. Which is really funny, right? Because yeah. it all came from men. Yeah. Right? And now it's like dominated by women. Yeah, for and sure. And it's created a whole new market for so many things. Now, aside from yoga classes, you have yoga stuff like clothes, accessories, yeah. mats, Diets. But you remember diet this. Diva. <laughs> yeah. You remember like this issue before, Deva. Right? Like even Lululemon, like not selling anything past size 12. Yeah. Deva. Right? I have no idea what the update on that yeah. is, but I remember that was a big issue yeah. back in the day. Yeah. 
but they sold a lot of things anyway still yeah. right yeah. so it means that uh, yoga was able to also create a market that yeah. is willing to consume things yeah the question is do we did uh, did yoga empower uh, women to be to just be consumers yeah I think that's something that you have to you have to figure out what the douchebag line kasi yeah. is eh. diba? Yeah. Like at what point are you gonna sell yourself? Yeah. <laughs> na, diba? Kasi like, kunwari, like for these yoga quote-unquote celebrities, which I don't even think is as wild as it was before. Yeah. It's nowhere near what it was like back in 2011 or 2012. Yeah. But like, at what point do you believe what it is that you are selling yeah and i think as a yoga teacher mm-hmm. i think it's responsible especially like since it's a woman dominated thing yeah as a woman i think it's really important to put yourself out there in a way that is really relatable yeah like even on social media even if like let's say no one cares about your social media yeah. for the people that do read it mm-hmm. i never want to come off as some as preachy or yeah. I never want to come off as f- making anyone feel um, disconnected from mm-hmm. the community like I always want to talk from a place that is inviting and open that yeah. will encourage people to come because yeah. I don't want to create this standard that people feel that yeah. they have a list of excuses not to come and yeah. I never want body image to be yeah. a part of that right so one of the things that people make a uh, use as an excuse is that they don't have the right apparel, for example. Really, I've never heard that. Yeah, they, wow. they like they they don't have the the outfit or the clothes that I would think fit that's a yoga the difficulty of the consume that that line of consumerism, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Now it's been so punched into us. Yeah, na, you have to have like the lemon, yeah. you know, from. You know, from head to toe. Yeah. Your yoga mat has to be life form. Yeah, it's all so of these. What are the other things that you can have? Uh, and towel. in all fairness, a lot of these things are generally very helpful. Yeah. But do you need all of these to yeah. actually practice? No. Yeah. You really don't yeah. need any. How many of clean canteens do you need in order to? <laughs> land I should and... ask you that. <laughs> I, I just ask have. You that. <laughs> Ako, I have one lang. <laughs> I have one lang. I, I have. Um, three <laughs> to be fair one of them was a gift yeah <laughs> and I gifted it again to someone else but it's so uh, funny nga kasi parang like you wanna I think my conflict with this marketing and how you be empowering is that uh-huh. of course you want people to make money yeah right uh-huh. but like at what point do you stop na you turn into this machine that yeah. unknowingly exempts people from yeah. uh, that makes people feel that they can't be part yeah right to put it out there if you want to come to our classes you're not required to be in any type of outfit to anyone's well, you have classes. to be clothed of course yeah. comfortably come 
Make sure that you can sweat in them, but it doesn't have to be Lululemon or whatever. You can buy from Koru Athleisure. Yes. <laughs> from Miss Carr. Miss Carr. <laughs> it's all online. Check it out. And then um, you also don't have to have all of these, I don't know, gear. Yeah. In Beyond, then everything is, I mean, the the mats provided. You can pretty much practice with just whatever is on this floor. I think, I think also that's why... I'm very proud of like Car yeah. for starting her own local yeah. yoga line. Well, yeah. yoga and fitness line yeah. because even her marketing it's so based yeah. on female empowerment, yeah. la- mm-hmm. right? It's so great. I wish she was here, but like yeah. You know, all I of mean, the pictures, like, like the models are very diverse. Yeah, super diverse. All shapes, all sizes, yeah. all heights, all skin tones, yeah. all and it's like it's this nice yeah. girl to girl friendship feel, which yeah. I really appreciate. I and I think them. that's the kind of that's the kind of marketing yeah. women yeah. need. Yeah. That's actually a type of consumerism that I, I approve of. Yeah. And that's what's I'm what I'm happy about. Like through the yoga community we were able to create a lot of women entrepreneurs. Yeah, I think. Uh, we have uh, our Manabites girl, Chrissy Chrissy Torres. Yeah. You know, makes uh, a lot of raw vegan snacks. Yeah, for it's example. so nice. And uh, I think it's through the yoga community where she was able to sell these things. Yeah. We have a lot of other stories out there. It's really so great to see na, especially on a local scale. Like, yeah. bahala na yung mga big corporate mga lululemon yeah, na ganyan. Oh, oh. But on a local scale, like yeah. here in the Philippines, there are so many people like yeah. doing their thing. Yeah. And I love seeing na all these girls really... Yeah. And it's really girls, ha? Yeah. I mm-hmm. don't see a lot of like... Yoga entrepreneurs that yeah. are guys. Yeah, it's really mostly girls. Yeah, in terms of women supporting women, I guess that's where it's a win-win situation. Oh yeah. In terms of the yoga community creating here, no. a new market. Yeah, I love it. That's... Especially here in the Philippines, it's like I think there's like this nice shift. Na, like even for me, I'm really working my way towards supporting even local clothes and like local cosmetics and local health products and local skincare and I think as a woman it's so inspiring to see and I mean like I mean for example like Beyond Beyond was started by girls yeah Yeah. all girls all girls one of my favorite women's products as you mentioned happens to be a local women's health product, like? which is Sinaya. <laughs> Sinaya Cups. Sinaya yeah. Cups. So stuff like that, right? I think... Because of yoga and the wellness that it promotes, particularly women's wellness, Yeah. you're able to create uh, products that cater to this new community that's mm-hmm. more empowered, not just only in terms of their personal health, but also in terms of their impact to the environment. Absolutely. And that's great. And as a women's health advocate, <laughs> I think that's... Do you guys love na hindi ako yung si Ben? As a women's health, advocate. maternal health advocate, <laughs> uh, prenatal and uh, baby health advocate. Yeah. <laughs> like or that. even like like Amy yeah. and her prenatal thing. Like she's really doing her best to get it yeah. out there. Or even teacher Ina who is like doing yeah. her thing and like, 
they've taken on this yoga mama. Yeah, role. I love it yeah. so much. And I love that all this branding that I've been seeing lately yeah. is about bringing women together. Yeah. And I think it's so fitting that yeah. our topic today is, you know, kind of seeing both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Like, you can really, you can really go both ways. Yeah. Right? You can shun people away if you present it in a, a the aspirational way na mali. Yeah. Na, it seems like something you can't reach. It's yeah. too idealistic. Yeah. But it's nice na, on a local scale, yeah. women are really like, mm. like even she talks Asia. Yeah. Like you've heard that, right? Like Vicky Herrera has come up with like this um, forum of talks where women talk about loving their body yeah. and like, even like the Global Mala Project, Teresa has created this nice community where everyone feels super welcome. Yeah. And, and supported. Yeah. yeah. I, I love it so much. Yeah. So do you agree that uh, in terms of women's wellness, well-being, and health mm-hmm. in general, yoga has empowered women? Here on a local scale, yes, definitely. Yes, you can say, like, from yeah. experience. That's I can't say, because, like, on... We don't have, because, like, big... Yeah. You know what I mean? I think the problem, because, in places like the States, mm. they have, like, Nike super and, like, big, mga, like, pure. Yeah and mga yoga works and yeah. mga that sort of thing na parang they keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger and like they're <clears throat> syempre when it's like a corporate yeah. machine mm-hmm. that is running the yoga marketing world the, yeah. over there yeah. which I think is super true yeah. I think that's where the imaging starts to get messed with yeah. but it's nice I think kasi here in the Philippines where it's a smaller scale, it's yeah. a smaller community. It hasn't become like the billion dollar business that yeah. it is there. Yeah. Here, parang it's nice because everything is grassroots. Yeah. And slowly, I mean, like, you know, like big brands like Fit and Right or and Lean, and parang they're slowly even Palmolive, de ba? Parang they're showing images of yoga. Yeah. In it, so parang. There is a taste of it, but I yeah. think at the core, here in the Philippines, I think women, uh, yoga, the yoga industry is so empowering for yeah. women. That's great. Uh, things like um, prenatal yoga, for example, yeah. concepts that have been unheard of before uh, have become tools for women to consider. Um, natural childbirth methods, for example, which... Do you feel like that, like, a lot of it comes from, like, the idea of yoga? I think yoga helped usher... Push. No, well, yoga helped alleviate the... What do you call this? Like, like people use prenatal yoga to prepare themselves for, yeah. like, natural childbirth. Uh-huh. And um, it's probably one of the reasons why it's become more popular mm-hmm. in a way yeah uh, and I think this new agey movement yeah I think it really stems from yeah. like this energy work that women are in and yeah. like this people are into sound healing yeah. and crystals and all yeah. these things I think it's nice and women are super spearheading the industry here yeah it's like even places like let's say indigo crystals or yeah. um What's the one in Maginhawa? I can't remember. But like, 
Crystal Age. These are all businesses run by women. Yeah. Like, and living more mindfully, I think, in terms of this yeah. world, women are definitely, like, mm. at the forefront. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wellness-wise, health-wise. Mental health-wise. Mental health-wise also, I think yoga has contributed a lot to promoting women's well-being in the Philippines and that's empowering. I agree. Um, a lot of the people who are key movers and shakers in uh, the wellness and uh, health industry yeah. are, are partly inspired by their yoga experience also. Mm-hmm. Like you have a lot of uh, about breastfeeding advocates, yeah, not, yeah. Just in ter- not just in terms of women themselves but also women and their children mental health um, advocates are partly uh, immersed in the yoga world as well. I agree. You see a lot of uh, you see a lot of interconnection between yeah. all of these. The parang, There's yoga somewhere yeah, in there all the yeah, time. Holistic motherhood, Uh-oh. holistic, uh, holistic uh, uh, pregnancy. And I love the shift. I yeah. really, really love the shift. Yeah. I'm happy that more women are breastfeeding. <laughs> That is this something is that, that I super support. This is stuff that yeah. Ben talks about. And me who actually has a uterus. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't spoken. I am here to support everyone's pelvic floor in terms of <laughs> in preparation for their child rearing and childbirth. Come to class, guys. Yes, come to class and it's all about our pelvic floor being lifted. Yeah. So that everything's firm. Like one of the most important aspects of uh, this empowerment through yoga is the community that people have built around it. A hundred percent. And I see a lot of this in class. Girl gangs. Girl gangs and also, uh, you know, like mothers coming together yeah. to talk about, you know, their their kids. How are they? How are they? You know, going through mother. Ako talaga yung motherhood. I know. Wala pa ni isa. <laughs> Like, I mean, most of the people who come to my class kasi are moms. Yeah, same. And then, they talk about... How know, do you see na parang... How do you see, like, in your own perspective as, like, uh, a woman of honorary experience? <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you see na it's affected yeah. your students yeah. and the community around you? I think they were able to find a community that sees them uh, for who they are mm-hmm. without any filters or without any judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they talk about so many things outside of yoga. Like yeah. they talk about how, like the schooling of the kids. Yeah, yeah. They share recipes. They go out like after yoga classes to have coffee. Yeah. So they found a supportive Community. I think it's nice because at the base of it all, parang when your shared experience exactly. is something as empowering as yoga, yeah. you really make friends for life. Yeah. Yeah. It's so hard to meet uh, new friends and supportive friends later on in life. Like, you know, we have that opportunity in school, in school yeah. university. Um, at work, it's not the same because yeah. sometimes it can be competitive and yeah. sometimes there's a lot of corporate jealousy. But if you go into an experience like yoga, which it's is safe holistic and safe and fun and safe, 
I think you can really meet a lot of good friends. Yeah. Who you can I keep think that's life. one of the best things that I've mm. gained through the years. Yeah. The, like, I've made um, so many good friends who are like super supportive of me and what I yeah. do and I, I do it vice versa for them also. And I think because you share this nice awareness mm. of who you are and and like you're all aware that yoga makes you feel strong on the inside and mm-hmm. like it makes you feel like almost invincible because you can do it together and you all relate on the same way yeah right in the same way i mean yeah i think for me personally as a woman um there's a lot kasi of stuff na especially like when you talk to guys they don't have to deal with some of the things i have to deal with yeah like 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 yun, like the the story I have with my experience with another workout and how yeah. me being a woman and a yoga teacher who is a woman, yeah. I automatically got pigeonholed as someone who is weak. Yeah. And ganyan. Yeah. Or like the fact na um I do yoga and I'm a woman. Yeah. I'm woo woo yeah. or new agey and weird and like you know not I, I don't have a normal way of thinking and I, yeah. it's something that I, I find that I have to deal with yeah often yeah and it's funny because sometimes it's from other women also yeah. who do not do yoga yeah who find me and the way I think like me being quote unquote woke yeah. strange yeah I it's... think that is something that I find that I've had to deal with on several occasions yeah. and luckily I have my practice to be grounded to yeah. that makes me feel yeah. that it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. I think with yoga communities are safe spaces for women Yeah. Uh, where they can feel that they can do something without having to be afraid of being, you know, preyed upon, especially in this age of uh, all of these things coming out from the Me Too movement and things being talked about, and, and I think it's a, it's an important thing. But more importantly, I think when when women leave a yoga studio, they feel not just safe but more empowered. Yeah. Which is I think a step beyond being in a safe space. I agree. So that when you step out there in the world, you you don't fear anything. Yeah. When you're on the mat, kasi, parang it's like we mentioned before, yeah. yoga equalizes everyone. Yeah. So regardless of who you are and what you do and what your position is and how powerful you are in whatever mm-hmm. I mean you you're next to like a lawyer, a politician, yeah. a mom, a yeah. student, uh you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like whatever it is you are, when you're all on the mat you're all the same yeah. with this shared experience, whether that experience is hard or not. And I think that's what creates strong connections yes. and makes you feel mm-hmm. that you can do anything. Because, yeah. yeah, especially as a woman, that's something that I think we all agree we deal with on a regular basis. And I'm sure you as a male, <laughs> a homosexual <laughs> male. I thought you said we kasama ako. Kasama <laughs> Exemption, exempted pala ako. We as women experience. Yeah, oh, ako. Because I think also as a homosexual male, you also uh, have your shit to deal with. Like, oh yeah, a yeah. lot. 
gosh. Like the limits of what you can do, I think are similar to yes. me as a girl. We have more limits, like we don't have a uterus, for example, yeah. to bear children. But like boys suck in that way talaga minsan, di ba? Na ano? Na parang, like especially the people who are unknowingly sexist. Uh-oh. And it's just that they don't know any better. Yeah. Pababae yan eh, ganyan. Or like the imaging na, because I do yoga and I'm a girl, or you yeah. do yoga because you're you're gay, uh-huh. na parang I'm too soft and too parang ah, yeah. in connection Uh-oh. with my emotions, which yeah. which is so annoying. There's a lot of, uh, ano ba tawag dyan? Ignorance. <laughs> ignorance. I was supposed to say patriarchy, but yes, ignorance. Ignorance, yeah. Let's uh, write it up to ignorance. Oh, naman. At the end of the day, I think that yoga does empower. I agree. But like yoga, it's a practice. And yeah. empowerment is a practice. It's not perfect. So we're still weaving our way through this process of how do we empower not just women, but everyone. We have to also be okay with being in the learning process. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think... For everyone out there, including myself, something that I always remind myself of is that progress is not a linear thing. Yeah. Right? Hmm. There's gonna be a day where... You take a step back. Yeah, or like when someone degrades me because I'm a woman. Yeah. You know, parang I think the practice helps you kind of find your anchor. Yeah. In who you are, yeah. right? And make the, the core of who you are stronger than anything else. Yeah. And we, we have to have a strong foundation in order for us to be able to pursue this project of empowerment. Yeah. Not just for women, but also for everyone else who feel like they are marginalized out there. Yeah. And, you know, and I think that's one of the biggest values the practice has. It yes. really strips you down to who you are beyond yeah. what you do, yeah. beyond what your gender preference is. Yeah what sex you were born into, yeah. what your status in life is. Mm-hmm. Parang, it all makes you all the same. Yeah. And I think, because we know that deep inside as practitioners, whether you are a woman, a man, um, a homosexual, male or female, if you yeah. are bisexual, whatever whatever DQIA <laughs> expression you have. Whatever it is, I think the most empowering part of it is that we know deep inside parang we're all the same yeah and I think that's why you know namaste works mm-hmm. because I see you as who you are and not yeah. what you are and yeah. what label is on you yeah and I think that's what's great about yoga same Let us know your thoughts on how you feel yoga is empowering for you as a woman yeah. or like your thoughts on yoga and the idea of marketing and consumerism yeah. and we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Let us know whether yoga truly is empowering for you. We'd love to hear all your stories and anecdotes. You know where to find us. Our social media links are down below. And... Please don't hesitate to rate us, especially if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Yes. It helps people see the podcast more. And we're so happy because um, people are listening. Yeah. And it's, it's truly empowering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so please, 
if you have time to rate and write a review if possible do so and we'll see you again uh, next time so until the next podcast everybody this has been go with the flow yoga conversations with ben and rihanna i'm rihanna and i'm ben namaste, namaste.